The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, you might remember that recently on the show we had Miranda, who's setting up a new documentary series called Pink Confinement, and we're now joined by one of the contributors of that documentary series, Shannon Jordan. How are you doing today? I'm fine, and yourself? I'm doing smashing. So, what is your story? I was locked up for 10 years, um, um, committing armed robbery, Mm. and um, I was charged to 10 years to the Door and it's just been a experience from outside and inside and I just feel like the the route that Miranda is taking I feel like that that is the right route because we need people to understand and see and hear what we have experienced in there and to know you know to you know before you end up in a place like that see if we can change minds mm. and hearts of others mm. and what was it like in prison it's, it's you know when you talk about it now you could probably laugh about it but mm. it was a serious matter yeah. um it's basically no 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 was everything and you just always locked inside of a dorm uh, and the beginning of my sentence it was much easier. They had enough staff. Uh, mm. They had like red call, movie call, you know, things to keep you active to get out of your mind of being incarcerated. Um, but as the time progressed, it, it was less officers and more inmates. And they just kind of like put the prison on lockdown. So that means you really had to stay in the dormitory yeah. all day long. Um Here and there, you got 30, 30 seconds, 30 minutes on the little basketball court where you had to be locked in at. But it tremendously changed. You were always able to be in your mind and think about what you experienced. Mm. And it's one thing to have 10 years without being able to live your life, but another thing to have those 10 years in an unpleasant environment, really, isn't it? Yes, it's it's inhumane. (laughs) Excuse me, it's inhumane. It's disrespectful. Um, 
as coming in the door, you know, they like take your little woman from you. Every place you have to go that's outside or in another place, you have to squat and cough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that and that's not good at all. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Um. Uh, it's just it's, it's it's the way they talk to you. Like I said, if you're trying to better yourself or whatever the case may be, it's more like no, no for everything. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And and so like you know, it's just not a great experience, but it was a learning lesson. Yeah. Do you think that some people though, for certain crimes, perhaps do deserve this treatment, or do you think that there still needs to be some humanity regardless? Uh, well, it, it still needs to be some humanity, mm. and you know, like you know, when when you do your crime, you do your time, basically. Yeah. You know, that's for everybody. Um, but it it shouldn't have to be so harsh like that. Yeah. You understand? Like, if if it's somebody locked up in prison for drugs, send them to a drug rehab. You mm. understand what I'm saying? If it's somebody locked up for murdering somebody, then yeah, you send them to prison. But when it's like you know things that they can have changes on or shoplifting and stuff that don't teach them anything you just lock them and throw them away and then they come back out and they repeat the same action because you didn't open up a class for them or you know what I'm saying something that they can learn and do something different Mm. that's the thing isn't it because a lot of the time prison doesn't really work and you mentioned drugs there it's argued by a lot of people that they shouldn't be Mm -hmm. imprisoned it should be treated as more of a health condition because I mean prisons are overcrowded as well aren't they so it fixed that exactly and they don't have enough staff and so you know people are dying they're having gangbangers jumping on people you know it's a lot of things that they are doing that they don't have any control over anymore because they don't have enough staff to be here and there Mm. at the same time so while you're over there they may be over there and then hey somebody getting it over here so you know it's, it's it's very serious and um I'm not going to say, you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, it's not good to be there, but I appreciate it because it helps me to change my life around and to change who I am as a person and to be a better person and to not be a product of my environment. So the things that I used to do, I don't do anymore. So the streets that I used to hang, I don't hang anymore. Mm. So, you know, it it, it, it actually blessed my life two ways. Yeah. So So I'm thankful for that. Yeah. And the reoffending statistics are quite shocking, actually. They'd surprise most people. So how did you manage to not fall into those statistics? Actually, I, I managed to not fall into the statistic as far as going back to the gutter Mm. but to you know just keep trying this is not easy i haven't got there yet but it's an everyday push every day i push i push and i try to find different things that can better myself until i might hear even out here i hear a lot of no's until one day it's going to be a yes and it's going to be the best yes so i'm understanding that you know what i'm saying it ain't all peaches and cream because i've got out here and i've i've uh, put in for jobs and just because of my charge alone i'm they do a background check and i don't get the job so it's a struggle mm-hmm. for me it's not uh, it's not uh, i'm not able to work you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. due to my crime and them running a background check so you know i do believe when we are released from prison from whatever and whatever that we have done if the system made it 
when we are released, I feel like that the world should understand that, meaning we should have a second chance. When we go send, sign for them jobs, we don't need them looking up and seeing if we had a background because that's called past. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And so for your crime, you do your time. Yeah, absolutely. So for the documentary, Pink Confinement, what kind of things are you contributing to the series? Basically, I'm telling them uh, my story, mm. my truth. You know, my whole 10 year truth, my story about being in prison and before prison and what happens happened before I, I arrived in prison due to mental stability. Um, and I really, really like what she's doing because it's, it's on a professional level. Yeah. And it's, it's something that, you know what I'm saying, God is in the midst because, you know, it, it's a lot going on in this world and a lot of people need to hear it mm. to prevent it because it's just dangerous out here. And and if they see things like that, more of that instead of more of a lot of things that they like to watch, it'll kind of strike them up, you know what I'm saying? And mm. not trying to scare nobody, but let them know what's true and what's real and what will be taken from you if you put yourself in that situation. Yeah, They take a manhood and a womanhood. Mm. And what actually made you want to share your story on the series? Because the more I share my story, the more I heal myself. Yeah. Um. You know, I you just because I'm free doesn't mean that I'm happy-go-lucky. Mm. I still mourn. I still be in my mind about the situation. It still bothers me. Um. I still have a lot of the institution ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Due to you know the long time and the process of being in there, and also. I still have a lot of their ways because of what's going on in the world. It makes you have no choice but to have prison ways and to keep yourself, you know what I'm saying, at bay. Mm. And so you won't be in the mix of things that you shouldn't be in the mix of. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the documentary is called Pink Confinement and it will be out soon. And Shannon, many thanks for coming on today. It's been very interesting to talk to you. Thank you for having me. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.